gentlemen and welcome to this week's 11th episode yes episode 11 of the Caesars show now once again i would just like to say welcome back to everyone hope you guys had a great week and to my new subscribers you are in for a great episode now before we get into today's topics i want to recap you guys on last week's episode on episode 10 yes episode 10 i address okc's downfall to houston the clippers state of mind on what they should do for the future the warriors sweep looking like a dynasty you know me being a little bit biased but you know Kawhi leonard looking like the next mj and just much more but enough of that let's just get into today's hot topics today i'm mixing it up a little bit you know Today, I will have my very first guest on the show, and we will be debating on today's stellar topics. My boy from VCU, Omar Ajaz, who's a part of Squadron, our creative brand, you know what I'm saying? Omar, if you could introduce yourself, you know, where you're from and what Squadron, you know, is all about. And, you know, what are you guys trying to do next with it? Let me just hand the mic over to you. Yeah, so I'm Omar Ajaz. Uh, I met C at VCU. Uh, we've played a lot of 2K between us. Uh, some dubs, some losses. It goes that way. But um, Squadron is pretty much a collective of us that like to put and express ourselves on clothing. And we have more product on the way for y'all. Hopefully by the end of May, check out sqdrn.co for any new updates about us. Thank you, Omar. And you're going to make this week's episode pretty good. I, I, I'm really feeling I'm really feeling this. So, first we're going to talk about, you know, the Cleveland Cavaliers, and right now they're up 3-0 against the Raptors, and the Raptors are just looking awful. Um, They really fooled us. I I, I feel like they really, I really thought they made progression from last year. You know, they got to the Eastern Conference Finals, and then, you know, their their two top athletes, you know, played on the Olympic team. Normally when you play on the Olympic team, you just raise your, you know, your game. And the fact that they got Serge Ibaka, I just feel like that was just going to make them more formidable. I felt like they could, you know, challenge Cleveland, but they're down 3-0. Um, and they just don't have an answer for LeBron James. I don't know if, if, if is it LeBron James? They, they were more, they're just battle-tested. You know, do you, do you feel like anyone can challenge them? Like, how do you feel about the whole, the whole series going on right now? So the Cavs are probably sweet. The Raptors. Lowry didn't play last game. He had a sprained ankle. Um, but Lowry and DeRozan can't seem to put up a good game together, and they're just not going to beat the Cavs like that. Um, I think the Cavs could only lose a game in the East to the Celtics or the Wizards, and it's a shame they're not going to see either of those two teams till the finals of the Eastern Conference. Um, so really, they're they're coasting right now. But what worries me about the Cavs is that LeBron's playing heavy minutes. He's number one in minutes 
uh, for among active players in the playoffs. And, I mean, LeBron's 33, he's superhuman and all that, but he's most likely going to face a, a tougher opponent well, in the finals. Well, 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 yes, he's playing, he's leading the lead in minutes um, and leading every player in minutes in the reg. I mean, in the playoffs, but I just think he's different. He's just one of those different, he's just a different guy, you know what I'm saying? He spends about $1 million, you know, on his body every year um and he knows how to manage himself he he knows himself the best um now with what you're saying i feel like that's their whole plan is to sweep everybody so they can be well rested um and i think if we get a well-rested lebron james going up against the warriors if the warriors go um with the talent he has now and them playing defense because in the first round they were they were awful. They allowed 108 points per game. Like, that's not a defense wins championships. But, you know, the second round against Toronto, it's 100 points per game now. So they're definitely locked in right now. Um, and they could still have, you know, I think a, a slight psychological effect on them. Um, but who knows? Um, so next is, you know, Spurs versus Houston. Um, they won 103 to 92. Aldridge finally got found by the cops. You know, he had 26, 7, and 4 last night. I was very shocked. Kawhi had 26, 10, and 7. And, you know, Harden had 43 and 5. But I was shocked, man. Um, I was definitely shocked. I thought we were, you know, I wouldn't say I didn't think I didn't think we were done for, but losing Tony Parker, that was that was crazy. Um, he had a four-time champion, six-time All-Star, um, a guy who, you know, Tim Duncan started the whole foundation, but he added to the foundation, you know, he's just everything. Um, so when I saw him go down, I just felt sad. Uh, and I really thought, you know, since we lost his veteran presence, I felt like, we could get past Houston, yes, but can we get past the Warriors? Um, and last night when I saw DeJounte Murray play, granted he did get, you know, pushed into the fire. He's a rookie, um, had a few turnovers, looked kind of scared. Beverly just looked, you know, like he took his soul. <laughs> but at the end of that, he still played solid. Um, so how do you how do you feel about the Spurs versus Houston series? Like who do you think is gonna win? Like like just tell me your opinions on so, everything. I hate to tell you, see, but I had the Rockets winning this series off jump, and I still have them winning this series. They just gotta do a couple of things because TP is out for the series, so the Rockets really should win this in six games. Um, I feel like the Rockets gotta get more from people like Lou Williams from people like Eric Gordon. Lou Williams can't go scoreless in game three and expect for the Rockets to win. They brought him there to score off the bench. They need him to score off the bench. Um, they also need more from Ryan Anderson. Two points, that's just not gonna cut it. I've, li I've liked what I've seen from Ariza. Very underrated glue guy, great small forward. Um, I've liked what they've seen gotten out of Capella, but Harden's gonna need his shooters to shoot pretty much and I think he'll end up uh, winning the series in six if they can make more threes than the Spurs pretty much is what it comes down to I, I you 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 know I like your points but 
I can't ignore the fact of the emergence of Kawhi Leonard, you know. Um, if it's anyone to win you a string of games, especially if you're keeping it close with the Spurs defense they have, I think they I think they get the job done because I, I just think Kawhi is just that guy who always makes the game time momentum shifting plays that puts his team over the hump. So we'll see. So here, here's the here's the thing about Kawhi. I have no doubts he's gonna have a great game, great rest of the series. What they need is Lamarcus Aldridge. He was MIA. So if they get what they got out of Lamarcus, 26 points, seven rebounds, a couple assists, four blocks, then they'll be good. But they also need Patty Mills to hit threes like he did last game, get to the free throw line, and just add a little extra scoring punch. Then again, my Spurs are like the Patriots of, you know, of basketball. So if it's anyone to game plan against another coach, it's Greg Popovich. So very true. So so we'll see. We'll see. Next up is Warriors versus Jazz. Now, right now, Warriors are up two zip, um, and tonight they play the Jazz at eight thirty, game three. Um, Granted, you know, Utah's at home, um, and apparently in Utah, the nightlife sucks. <laughs> Before we even get into the series, do you feel like nighttime, just the lifestyle, the nighttime lifestyle, going out partying, do you think that affects players' performance on the court? I feel like you shouldn't be too worried about that, especially during playoff time. But I do get the whole, I want to unwind and de-stress after like a copious amount of time spent on the court. But really, they shouldn't be worried about it at all. And when you have four all stars, <laughs> it's going to be pretty easy. Um, so I predicted at first, like I said last week, it's going to be well, I predicted last week, at least five or six. They might get swept in four. I may give Utah one game on the sole fact of the last two games at the Warriors home. They actually kept it, you know, relatively close. Um so maybe at home with that home crowd and you know the players finally getting you know feel for against the warriors they're going to make adjustments and we'll see what they do uh, i just feel like rudy gobert has to do a better job at finishing at the rim he's missing a lot of easy points that could keep him in the game um gordon hayward has to definitely step it up uh the team just has to step it up itself, um, and you can't turn the ball over against the Warriors. If you turn the ball over against the Warriors, that's going to lead into transition shots, which leads into threes. Let's be honest. You got Steph Curry in the back backcourt with Klay Thompson and probably KD. Well, probably Draymond pushing the break, and then you have those three shooters right there. So you have to have little room for error against the Warriors. Like, How do you feel about this series? And I tonight. Feel, I feel like... I want to give the Jazz one game, but the Warriors seem like they're almost coasting to their victories here. And um, just George Hill being hurts them more than it shows on the surface level. Also, I feel like they got to get more out of a player like Derek Favors, maybe somebody that's not expected to step up needs to step up for them in order to at least even win one game. So they'll probably get one game at home, but the Warriors are are coasting at this point yep they're just looking dominant um love kd but just seeing this makes me wonder like out of all teams like why the team they beat you but 
it is what it is, and these teams just have to compete. So we'll see how that goes. I definitely have them sweeping them now, like I said. And they're just going to be well-rested for a battle-tested series against the two MVP candidates in James Harden and Kawhi Leonard. So we're definitely going to see what's in store. Moving on to our next topic, the Boston Celtics versus the Washington Wizards. This series has been the best series by far um, on the East and West. You know, you got two superstars going at it, John Wall versus Isaiah, you know. Celtics, we really thought were gonna be not that good, you know. Um, Isaiah is really showing us what he's about. And you got John Wall, who always has, you know, he he plays with his heart on the sleeve. You know, he definitely has that mentality. Um, we're gonna see who wins. You know, right now it's two one. Wizards had a pretty convincing win in game three. I think the Wizards are gonna win this series. I just think John Wall. And Bradley Beal with that ten, I just think they're they're just better than the Celtics. Um, and I felt like with Game Three, the Wizards head coach Scotty Brooks finally figured out how to guard Isaiah. It took him two games to adjust to it. Um, basically, gonna have to wear him out. You know, whoever's guarding him, they have to go at him. So they're gonna do a lot of screens and get a bigger player on him and post him up. You saw what Otto Porter did. Otto Porter played lights out. Um, John Wall is gonna be John Wall. He needs to limit his turnovers, have better decision making. More importantly, Gortat's gonna do what Gortat does. He's just bigger. The, the Wizards have size over the Celtics, um, and I feel like the biggest person is probably just Bradley Beal. Um, Bradley Beal has to definitely keep playing at a high level. If he plays at a high level, then it should be should be nothing because game one and two, Wizards could be up 3-0. We, like, we don't even realize that, you know. They had these big leads, and then they just kept blowing it. Um, you're a Wizards fan, um, which is pretty – I'm pretty excited about this. How, like, how do you feel about this whole series? How do you feel if they well, – I'm, I'm assuming you think they're going to win. So when they win and they play Cleveland, like, how do you think that's going to pan out? How do you feel about all that? Well, firstly, I agree with you. I feel like we should be up at least 2-1, if not 3-0. We kind of gave away some big leads in those uh, first two games. We really just need Beal to step up. He hasn't had a huge game in the W in a while, so hopefully he breaks out next game and gives us 30-plus points. But really what it comes down to is the others. If the others, like Boyan Bogdanovich and, you, like you said, Otto Porter, if they can give you... 10 plus points then the Wizards are pretty much unbeatable um looking forward to Cleveland if we get that far I say we at least give them a run and hopefully push them to at least six games um I think at home I like us over Cleveland and uh on the road we'll give them a run but LeBron's been dominant thus far so it's really LeBron's east and uh it's almost his to lose I feel like everything just has to click with the Wizards. Like, when I say that, basically, someone got to get hurt. <laughs> someone has to get hurt on the Cavs. Like, Kyrie going down or K-Love going down because, like you said, LeBron James is just on another level. It's actually OD to watch him play. He's just dominant. Um and people say, you know, he's not—he's in the East, not in the West. Well, if he was in the West, he would have a good team around him, too. Um, definitely, he would have to work a little bit more, but he would still put up what he's putting up now. Um, that guy, just, he's just a force to be reckoned with. Um, 
I wonder, is this how it felt to watch Michael Jordan back in the day when every year, you know, granted, Michael Jordan had six rings, you know, three, I mean, two times he, you know, went, you know, had three peats. Um, but the fact of just seeing LeBron James go back every single year is just you have to really admire that greatness. Uh, well, he went every year, we don't know because, you know, basketball's evolution and, and teams get better. You know, Jordan didn't go up against no four all-star team. So even if Bron's definitely going to beat the Wizards, um, they're going to go six, could go seven games if Cleveland just ends it at home. Um, but yeah, the Wizards still, I think they are a player away from seriously making some noise. And they definitely always upgrade their bench. But you can you know after the next season's over like that full season's over and we don't see any promise from anthony davis and boogie cousins i think boogie cousins should come over to oh, well, the wizards definitely. <laughs> well, definitely, i would love to see that the wizards definitely need more depth we could use another all-star player to definitely be a true contender in the league but yeah lebron lebron and them boys are probably a little too much right now they got darren williams coming off the bench they they Kyle Corver, LeBron got everything he was whining about earlier. They, they, they came out and decked him out on on the bench. So they're poised to make this run. But um, like you said, his competition so far has been kind of weak thus far. Like the, the the Raptors and he had Paul George in the Pacers first round. I think he'll make it to the Eastern. Uh, conference finals beat the Wizards or the Celtics in six or seven and then he'll be in for a long finals against whoever comes out of the West and it's crazy because we're saying this like they're oh they're cakewalking cakewalking Golden State's cakewalking too they're also undefeated in the playoffs as well they're probably going to go up you know 3-0 against Utah um so it 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 when when Stephen A. Smith kind of said earlier in the year that basically Golden State ruined the regular season, I kind of see what he's saying now. But there were still some great moments in the in the regular season. But the playoffs is all that matters. And right now it's looking like a trilogy against the Warriors and the Cavs. It it just kind of seems inevitable. And I think if this does happen, um, I don't know why. I just feel like. I don't know if I'm tripping. I feel like the Warriors are sometimes better without Kevin Durant. It, feel, it, it just seems like when Kevin Durant's on the floor, the games are closer. You know, you're definitely going to win, but if, if it just, I don't know, it just seems like when I didn't see them play together, they just blew them out. It was, it was, just, it was just weird. So maybe, maybe the Cavs can, maybe they can make things interesting. Um, it, it, I think it's going to go seven games. So like, what do you think? I see the Warriors winning in six, honestly, because they have KD now. They're, yes, they have less depth, but KD gives you that player to go to at the end of the game, like the last two minutes of the game. Like Steph was supposed to be that player. He kind of disappeared. But KD has so many ways he can get to the basket, just pull up mid-range, or hit a three. So he's so many ways he can just create a shot for himself. But could you just argue that maybe – you know, it, it goes down to really X's and O's, like execution, you know, by your coach. You know, you think, do you think that, you know, with Steve Kerr being out, that's going to slowly mess things up for him? Or these players, you know, they're around each other. They've been around, they, you know, they have their chemistry. It's not that much you can do, you know. So how do you feel about that? 
I mean, you definitely want Kerr in the huddle for the finals. He's out right now, but hopefully he'll be back. You definitely want him in the huddle, but I feel like with Draymond and uh, yeah. Steph and Clay, Draymond, like they, they got they got good head on the shoulders, and I think their com- camaraderie is there where the chemistry's right. But once they hit adversity, they'll need Steve Kerr on the bench to kind of smooth things over. Definitely, definitely. Now that's a wrap for. You know, the whole playoff discussion. Now we're going to go into another topic. Westbrook's contract. It it seems like OKC is, you know, becoming desperate and their front office really wants Russell Westbrook to stay. Um, He can get, I think, at least, you know, 200 million from his next contract if he signs an extension. And next year, after, you know, the next year season's over, he's a free agent. Um, I think he should hold on hold off on that i think he should wait to see what the front office can add to their their depth if they can make some moves you know see how you guys you know doing the playoffs if it looks promising and you think you can sign another free agent then by all means you can stay because you're clearly great talent you're you're a few you know pieces away from competing um but if i'm him i'll yeah definitely look at free agency see who's out there see who you can play with and just try to get that ring because I feel like we already know your your individual talent as a player but now it's, you know you have to decide you know I, I know you want to be great so the next step is just trying to get rings how you feel about that I feel like Westbrook is either gonna go two ways he could get the super max contract under the new rules agreement which is a pretty significant amount more than any other team could give him Especially um, since it's a small market, too. Exactly. That's the and most he can get. I think Westbrook likes being that player on his team, on OKC. Like, he knows that's his squad. That's his city. But if he wants to win, he, he'll he definitely have to move elsewhere. Because, listen, they started with Westbrook, Harden, Ibaka, and Kevin Durant. And they didn't get it done. So, I feel like if he wants to win a championship, if he wants to win a ring, he's going to have to leave from OKC and start somewhere else whether that be going back to LA where he went to college and maybe courting someone else they got a good crop of young talent there and hopefully making a run with them or making a move elsewhere but I don't think he's going to get it done at OKC so either he's cashing a check or he's going ring chasing at this point do you what, what, what if there was another reality where Westbrook you know holds off and he doesn't sign and that through this whole process of next year he's you know low-key recruiting players to come play with them and they just decide to go into that small market because you're gonna get your money elsewhere like you're always gonna get money coming in a few couple millions not gonna kill you you know at the end of the day feel blessed <laughs> you know what i'm saying um so what if he got paul george and then he got demarcus cousins and just shooters and role players like that would be scary um but the chances of that happening, I don't know. We'll see. A lot, a lot of people say he wants to go back to LA, but I just feel like LA's building, doing something different. Um, but we'll see. And now the last topic of the day is gonna be <laughs> Big Baller Brand. For those of you who don't know what Big Baller Brand is, it started by this guy named LeVar Ball, who is a father and he's pretty famous. He's getting he's getting publicity everywhere. Um, He's probably the the male version of Kim Kardashian's mom, <laughs> but in a different way. Um, 
disregard that. <laughs> this guy essentially has his son, well, sons who are all, you know, going to be bound to the NBA. This one is about to go to the NBA right now. Lonzo Ball, who was a former point guard for UCLA. And essentially, they're just comparing him to the next, you know, Magic Johnson type of player where he can really, you know, change the culture, change that whole shift of a team and put him over the hump if you put him with stars. So, Right now, you know, they have their brand, they got their t-shirts out, their hats out and whatnot. And I'm all for it. I'm all for, you know, owning your own business. Um, and it, it just made news that they have shoes. Um, the shoes don't look that bad anyways, but they kind of look like Kobe's if, if I had to compare it. But it's all black and they're called the ZO2s, right? The ZO2s and right now Zo2s. They're they're their market price is $500. Like that's I think that's OD. Like come on, Lavar. Like you told us your story how you're essentially from the hood and you know, it's, it's it was hard. It was a hard grind coming to where you are now, but like just think about that struggle like families you know who can't afford you know these shoes that are priced at 150 not even over 200 these lebrons and these kobe's and kd's and steph curry's but like that's already expensive alone to price your shoes at 500 dollars, like i don't think people are gonna really buy into that um, you're gonna have those those hype beasts who get it and you're gonna have you know these celebrities getting it so maybe it's gonna be good but i feel like now do you I don't think you start off that big. I would, I would price them for about, you know, like 150. I feel like 150 wouldn't be too bad. Um, like, how, how do you feel about the whole thing? Um, so pretty much, I like what Michael Bennett, the defensive end for the Seahawks, said on this. Uh, he said he respected what Levar Ball was doing. The price point's a little high. It could come down a couple hundred dollars, but the fact that. He's going out and doing this independently without Nike, Adidas, or Under Armour and actually just giving a portion of that company to his kids is great. Ownership is awesome. But that price point is crazy. It's ridiculous. Um, I feel like it's going to be a pretty exclusive shoe and not many people are going to buy it because of that price point. And I think LeVar is doing this on purpose to create more publicity around the shoe and we saw it get dragged on twitter rel relentlessly <laughs> so. definitely 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 um so definitely bring those prices down man just think of think of the greater good like if this does happen to pan out then you're going to be looked at as a genius but for the kids bro for the kids man and also another thing lonzo hasn't proven anything on the nba court. yeah he hasn't played yet so i feel like him not playing yet it, it's kind of it's kind of a double-edged sword like we don't even know if this guy's is going to be as good as we think he is in the league because he hasn't dribbled yet in the nba so you know you know that next season if he does go to the lakers and start these other point guards are gonna Put him to sleep. <laughs> oh, but John Wall is going to gun for him. I'm, I'm excited to see that first game, that first matchup. But, yeah, people are definitely going to be gunning for him. Steph, especially Steph. Steph <laughs> Steph might just, they might blow him out and keep him in the game so he can get, like, 60 points. He said, what? You're better than me? He still needs to get his weight up. Um, and he hasn't played yet. You have to learn the game. So, 
it's a it's a it's a big gamble, but uh, I think it may pay off for Lavar Ball. I think he knows what he's doing, but we'll see. Definitely, definitely, definitely. That wraps up today's hot topics, and I just want to thank my boy Omar Ajaz for coming on the season show. This was pretty good and experimental at the same time, so I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Yeah, man, um, I really want to have more people on here. Um, that's, that's definitely something I've been looking into every now and then, you know. So we'll see how that goes. Um, so I just want to say thanks for listening to another stellar episode of the Caesars Show, and make sure to subscribe to the show and rate it a five star and leave a stellar comment. You know, it's available on not only SoundCloud, it's on iTunes. So just search the Caesars Show. And get others hip, you know, this has potential to be something big and definitely going to move to video very, very soon. So be on the lookout for that. And be sure to follow me on all forms of social media at Sir Seasus. That's S-I-R-S-E-E-Z-U-S. And stay tuned for next week's episode.